0: All right, counting down in three, two, one. What's going on, Night Shifters? This is
1: Chuck. There's and your I'm oldest. John. Uh, you didn't. We remember what we talked about, John.
0: Oh shoot, no. What do we talk about? Thanks for checking out this podcast. These
1: guys talk about whatever they want. Two dynamic guys talking about dynamic things for you. A dynamic audience, this is season two of Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. What's going on, Night Shifters? This is Chuck and your youngest Gen Xer ever, John. That's me. What's going on, John?
0: Man, having a, having another Monday afternoon. How about you, sir?
1: Yeah, Monday, you, you call it afternoon, I call it Monday morning
0: well it is after 12 o'clock
1: yeah yeah
0: so technically monday afternoon
1: technically it's it's monday morning somewhere
0: yeah it is for you i get it. i get it yeah been a little under the weather man going on quite a few days of under the weather
1: you sound the best you sounded in a few days
0: i do thank you man thank you i appreciate that uh I figure why not go ahead and do a podcast. If I'm sniffling and coughing a lot, sorry, excuse me. But uh yeah, we're going to make it through it. We're going to have a great show today.
1: The good thing is it's not COVID.
0: It's not COVID. Been been tested twice. Uh at-home test and the little uh whatever they call it, PCR, so, whatever you go up there and take at the urgent care.
1: Yeah, so you're not going to die not this week anyway.
0: No, I'm not going to die this week of COVID. Um and uh I guess it doesn't really matter what else it is,
1: right? <laughs> right. There's only one thing you die of in America now, and that's COVID and gunshots.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, if it's not COVID, I'm good to go. So that's what I'm rolling with, uh, and that's, that's how I've been treating life.
1: Well, you know they changed the, uh, the guidelines. I
0: did see that. I, see, I saw that they changed the CDC guidelines. The uh, close contacts no longer have to quarantine, right?
1: Right and vaccinated is just as good as unvaccinated.
0: How about that?
1: Yeah. So I wonder if they'll put a uh, COVID warning on this one for us talking about the guidelines that they released.
0: That's true. That's true. You got to be careful about these guidelines, Chucker.
1: Well, these I that you know I I've said it before.
0: I and Karen's don't understand comedy or satire. <laughs> That's true, and they're never going to. Nope. They're never going to. So how about know. you, man? How's your? What's going on with you, dude?
1: Oh, man, I'm just sitting out here on the front porch this week.
0: Front porch?
1: Yeah. I don't get How's on... that going? It's going good. It's actually kind of nice out here. Yeah, I don't
0: you don't ever... sit there often. No, I don't. Uh,
1: they're working on the back side, so I'm on the front side.
0: You sent me some pictures of that this weekend, man. It looks really good how far they've come so far.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Really
0: looking least... forward to having the season finale show out there.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a blast, um, dude. So, have you ever heard of the paint called Hank Blue? No, sir. Okay, so in Gullah traditions, which is like Gullah Geechee, which is like uh, coastal, uh, it's coastal communities where it was free Black people. They what okay. slaves? Um, they had a lot of they. They they did a lot of things, but one thing they did was they would paint the ceiling on their front porch blue. Really, what for? To keep the haints away.
0: What are the haints?
1: Like goblin goblins and spirits and and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. But it interesting. Also,
0: so it's kind of like folkloreish. Yes, yeah, folkloreish.
1: So we did that, but it also keeps spiders away.
0: The blue does. Yeah,
1: because the. The spiders won't build their net, their web, because they think it's a uh, sky.
0: You're kidding me, dude. I want dude. proof of this when I come down for the season finale. Okay, I want proof of this. I want to see no spiders in your corners without y'all cleaning.
1: I'm pretty sure there won't be any spiders in the corners.
0: This is um, interesting. I've heard of different things like this before, like different instances of. Like, if you fill a brown paper bag and put it on your front porch, uh, like a hornet's nest, apparently wasps won't inhabit around it. Right. So well, I've heard you... of, like, similar things, like faking out the bugs or whatever. But I've never heard of this using the, the ceiling, like a blue for a ceiling paint.
1: Yeah, well, it's, a, it's an older tradition. And uh, so far, like, like when Mike was out here painting... Uh, the first day he started, there was wasp and bugs and flies and all the you know all the critters of the outside. Yeah, sure. Once he went to put the second coat on, uh, they were all gone. There has no. I have not spotted a wasp on this
0: porch in several days. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. sitting
1: out here right now. Yeah. Wait, did,
0: oh, so you guys painted the front porch too? We painted everything. Man, you can't hide money.
1: But they painted the ceiling and the front on the front porch is is the haint blue. So
0: okay, and now are they going to paint the ones on the back porch that too?
1: No, oh, the okay. back porch. Uh, so the screened in porch. Yeah, it'll be painted. It's there. That's actually what he's working on right now.
0: Uh, oh,
1: okay. And then uh, the back deck and the covered part of the deck is going to have uh, corrugated tin, kind of like a beach bar.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. You told me about that.
1: Yeah. So the the back porch is kind of going to be like have a beach beach bar theme.
0: Interesting, dude. I can't wait to have it. I can't wait to have the season finale there, man. It sounds like you guys are doing a ton of work. I'm excited for you guys.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been how many weeks is this? The third, the fourth week we've done the podcast.
0: I think so. Yeah. And, with and, you, and, with, and with you having work come for sure.
1: Dodging dodging them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been tough a little bit, a couple of a couple of weeks. It's been tough. Yeah,
1: we appreciate sure. the listeners bearing through it with us. Yeah, you, you get to got kind of to go on this journey with us. But I tell you what,
0: I never thought the house would look
1: this good again.
0: That's awesome. That's Light. awesome. Bringing that thing back to life.
1: It does. It's got a whole. The house just feels better. You know, they say houses are living things. And uh, you know, because you go in a, an abandoned house, you know, it feels different than a house that's it's not
0: oh it's the worst thing for a house
1: but uh this the house worst
0: thing for a house is to sit empty just like a car the worst yeah. thing for a car is to not be driven right right worst thing for a house is to not be lived in
1: but yeah it just it, it's got a, a different feel about it
0: yeah that's awesome man i'm really happy for you guys uh, wait, you know who else i'm really happy for chuck who's that Van margera dude
1: So tell me about Bam. We've been kind of doing Bam Watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we've had Bam Watch going on this year, and he finally uh, did an episode of Steve-O's podcast. I still haven't watched the whole thing, but I did watch the first little bit, and uh, apparently he's doing okay. Uh, He was on leave at the time he did the podcast from like a rehab. So Bam Margera is okay. He's alive. Uh, He had a broken arm from going to a local skate park, and yeah. That's so the, as far as I made it into the podcast. The whole thing that Bam was missing, that was kind of fake news. Um, I guess he wasn't really missing. He was just in a rehab, you know? He knew where he was at. Yeah, he knew where he was at. And it Is didn't matter if anyone really else did. Him? Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's kind of the way I would feel anyway.
1: Well, I'm good for Bam. You know, them jokers, they, they, they lived a wild life back then. Now they're, I guess they're about my age. And uh, it's starting to catch up with them. They're realizing they're not
0: going to die young. I can imagine those guys. I We've talked about this on the podcast before, right? Like how beat up they are, man. Yeah.
1: They've got I have such rough shape.
0: Have.
1: I haven't done near what they have and wake up sore. Yeah,
0: yeah there you go. There you go. Just like some football players do, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Probably, probably waking up sore today. We uh, got uh, preseason football started.
1: Preseason football has started.
0: Yep, Falcons uh, won their about. preseason preseason opener, man. Oh, really? They yeah, never watch win out now.
1: They, they never win preseason, ever. ever.
0: Never, ever win preseason, ever. It's, this is the year, John. This is it, man. Things to come. I got a feeling. <laughs> I might have to watch a The Curse Breakers, game,
1: We are the Curse Breakers. We will have the Curse Breakers belt at the season finale.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we will. We'll be showing that thing off, that's for sure. Kevin and Kevin, prepare to go down, by the way. Let me go ahead and throw a little bit of smack talk in.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah, they're going down. I've been practicing.
0: You know, some of the Raiders fans, like, imitate... ...from, like, professional wrestling with, like, the spine.
1: Yeah. Raiders fans are probably some of the best fans... You know,
0: yeah, they are some of the best fans in football for sure. Some of the most dedicated, and they're traveling too. Yeah, like they're following their the team from like like, L.A., Vegas, Oakland. Like they're going all over the place. They don't care.
1: Yeah, Atlanta will never have that.
0: No, never, never. But how about that new stadium, dude?
1: Dude, that new stadium. I know a guy that. There was an iron worker on that stadium, okay, one of the guys that we raced with he's an iron worker, and he went out and worked on that stadium.
0: Wow, wow, I can't yeah. imagine how magnificent of a job that was
1: yeah he uh he's got some pictures of it in just his skeletal form
0: dude, that's got to be such a huge project,
1: yeah, I think he's done he's done one or two stadiums.
0: Wow. Did he work on Mercedes Benz as well?
1: Yes, he worked on Mercedes and then went out there and did that.
0: Wow. How about it? That was, uh, that turf, man. How, how about the grass? How about the grass they haul in for that place?
1: So if you haven't seen it, you need to check it out. It's, uh, they got the turf is on like this big mobile platform where they just kind of roll it out to get sun and 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 grow grass on it. And then when it's time to play ball, they just bring it on inside.
0: Isn't that crazy? It's like this humongous platform.
1: Yeah. it's probably Well, you know, there was one, Arizona, their college did that. But not on the same scale. They're, they're, it, it was done like that. They play on real grass inside. But it is not the same as what they did at Raider Stadium.
0: Dude, they hauled the whole field in.
1: The whole thing.
0: The whole thing. It's unbelievable. The way I was the way that thing moves. And talk about artificial intelligence. How about that thing?
1: Yeah, it's kind of gotta go to its spot, don't it?
0: Yes. You gotta imagine how much artificial intelligence is built into that.
1: Dude, so I've been listening to the new uh the new terminal list book is out.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And he goes to see
1: this uh quantum computer Uh uh-oh and the quantum computer is very uh, if you know uh if this is if that's real because you know jack carr uses a lot of realism in his books sure if that's real it's pretty freaking scary
0: well quantum computing is a real thing and quantum computers apparently do exist
1: yes but if it's like he describes it in the book dude
0: can they're you describe go- it in any sort of accurate way
1: well yeah because he just they had to describe it to the main character like he was a um college student in 1985 trying to learn about computers
0: <laughs> all right so go ahead <laughs> try to try to tell me how in what context is he using a quantum computer
1: so they're using it to uh they can, like, the way they describe it, it can it can process everything, like if a supercomputer, what it can process, what a quantum computer can process in 20 seconds would take 600 years for a supercomputer to do. Right. So it's taking in all this information, everything around the world, it can find you. Like, it, if you're talking on, a, if you have a cell phone, it can find you, record you, a video you, boom, just like that
0: because
1: they Whew. use it to track a terrorist
0: that start d- now does it try to start dabbling in like minority report stuff like predicting the future
1: no actually this this quantum computer is very friendly really in the book yes interesting now the thing is in the book and i don't know how real life it is they don't really know how it works
0: uh, that would not surprise me. Isn't that my whole scare, Chuck? Yeah. And With and artificial intelligence is that we're not exactly going to know how it's working. We're going to get too far ahead of ourselves.
1: And she, and, and get this, she only talks to people she likes. Ugh. Ugh. And, and Ugh. in the book, Ugh. in the book, he starts, she starts taking on the persona of his wife.
0: Why do you keep saying she... That because it's a sheen in ugh. the book.
1: Yeah, so it's it's pretty wild.
0: Like, it, it, Chuck. it
1: you've got to I – hope, I hope they put that in the series when it gets to that point.
0: Ugh. It all sounds so real to me. <laughs> ugh. Ugh. Almost as real as that Harry Carey hologram. How about him?
1: Dude, do you believe anything anymore?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I, I mean – is the president even on TV?
0: <laughs> no. no. I guarantee you they're no longer going to trot Joe Biden out there. If there's stuff that can make Harry Carey look like that, why would they put Joe the real Joe Biden out there?
1: Right. And all the I'm I'm assuming all that was was they took a film from him doing it at a Chicago game at a
0: Cubs game and then
1: digitally manipulated it to do that.
0: Had to be, right? I mean and they did a phenomenal job, dude.
1: It was 360 degrees.
0: It it looked pretty darn good.
1: I mean, you couldn't if it didn't have that strange glow to it. Yeah. You wouldn't know now that it, it wasn't him up there.
0: I I don't know that I like that they did it, but I think it looked pretty pretty realistic. It's the most realistic looking hologram I've ever seen.
1: Back now. He used to think his name was uh, uh, K. Danny John Glenn. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> whenever he'd get in trouble, his mom would call Roll. He's the baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But, yeah, man, um, let me say this. I don't like a lot of the decisions Major League Baseball has been making with those extra innings rules. And all that crap. I
1: but, haven't. I, I know they changed it up a little bit, but I, I haven't really been following it this year.
0: Yeah. So, like, the runner starts on second, and all that crap. Like, I hate all this stuff, right? But well, I the, like this field of dreams. Th- I like the field. The field of dreams.
1: Well, what they're doing is what NASCAR's figured out. To is they're taking the 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 game the the product that they have and put it in this smaller venue mm. you know it's the same thing it's like do you want to see rob zombie at the freaking mercedes-benz or do you want to see him at the tabernacle i want to see him at the tabernacle
0: yeah absolutely
1: which i have seen at that tear and it was freaking awesome i thought that place was gonna fall apart oh i can imagine Dude, i can that, imagine that whole place was moving
0: Oh, man. So. Rob Zombie in the tabernacle. That's such a small and intimate – like, not too small, but intimate enough, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could see him very clearly. And we yeah. were talking. Because we weren't about to get on the floor for that one.
0: You didn't get in the pit for that one, dude?
1: No, no. I'm, I'm not a pit person.
0: <laughs> My little scrawny behind will be.
1: I know you would be. You'd been in there – Throwing throwing shoulders and everything, just going at it.
0: I loved it, man. That was my favorite. But see, that like, was my favorite, and I was the guy because I was so light. You know, I've always been so light my whole life. People would just throw me up. I could, I could, uh, you know, I could ride the wave. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You, so you've crowd surfed?
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. They ain't gonna crowd surf me.
0: Number of times. Number of times. Yeah. You've never been able to enjoy that, man. I'm sorry.
1: Um, I would have to be on one of them sheets of plywood. Yeah, your
0: boy's never going to be able to enjoy that. Oh, yeah, one of those sheets of plywood (laughs) at Woodstock.
1: Have you ever heard? Okay, so you know who Jesse James is, right? Yes. Uh, The the motorcycle builder. Of course. So before he got into motorcycle building, he worked security for Metallica and I think Rob Zombie. Really? And uh, I know he did it for, uh, uh, shoot. What's the guy? Mother Danzig? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
1: anyway, they're like, what's the and, you know, he's kinda on tour, they were in Europe. He's kind of bummed out. They're like, dude, so when's the last time you
0: crowd surf? Now this is a big old dude. Yeah, Jesse James, not a small guy.
1: And he's like, it's been a minute. He goes, You ought to crowd surf tonight. <laughs> so
0: Oh gosh. He,
1: so what he didn't realize, they were on a twelve foot stage high off the ground.
0: Yeah. He
1: goes to crowd surf and he said it just opened up
0: oh ooh, and that's man how
1: he, how he broke his arm
0: oh man so <laughs> you want to know the way i normally did it is i would come up from behind into like the the like where everyone gets crushed up at the front you know yeah if you come up from behind and just give get someone to give you a boost onto the people so you're coming up from ground level Right, you don't give the people an option. They just kind of just start, you know. Yeah, they
1: just gotta, they just gotta go with it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the way I always did it. I never, I never left my like. I never wanted people to catch me. That would be yeah. crazy.
1: But he did the whole stage dive, and they just boom, Woo! twelve foot from twelve foot off, and landed on his arm and broke his arm.
0: Now I have been to a concert. Um, I went to a. Do you remember the band The Use?
1: No, that must have been in your emo stage.
0: It was a little bit. Um, It was during Warped Tour. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of the band at the time, but they were playing and I checked them out and he jumped off of like a 25-foot stack
1: of bands
0: into the crowd. It was nuts, dude. I bet it was. It was nuts. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen.
1: You probably went to the Warped Tour where Rehab was at.
0: Uh more than likely, but I wasn't into rehab yet. I was too into punk rock. Yeah, I was still way too into punk rock when I went to Warped Tour. And
1: and nobody's really into rehab that long.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I I just I wasn't <laughs> that familiar with him. I hadn't made it to Athens yet. Like like yeah. let's put it that way.
1: I saw him on social media the other day. He done got fat. No, Danny, Danny Boone is about my size now.
0: Oh man, man.
1: I guess he got off the meth.
0: Are we going to do a weight loss challenge this year?
1: Well, you know, Charlie wants me to go join a gym with him.
0: Well, you should do that, but we can't really talk about weight loss challenge because we got this eating competition to get ready yeah, for. So yeah. ignore but, whatever I just said.
1: Yeah, we got, got to. Okay. So think about this. I, I want to circle back to the Harry Carey hologram. Oh, go ahead. And we've talked about if you could see the original lineup of, of uh, uh Nirvana with yep. a Kurt Cobain hologram. Yep. Would you do it if it was as good
0: as that hologram was? I would, I would go see it. I wouldn't pay an exorbitant amount yet. No. No. I, I say yet, but probably not ever. $200. For Dave Grohl... Yeah, back on the yep, I'd do it. Okay. Yep, I do it. Would you? Heck yeah. I would. To see like to go watch them recreate like Nirvana Unplugged because they have plenty of footage of that. Right? They can make such an accurate rendition of Kurt Cobain from that set. It just not my favorite, not my favorite Nirvana set that they ever did.
1: No, but it was the highest selling. Correct. Which is strange.
0: And they have all that footage of it, right? Yeah. So you got to think it would be a lot easier.
1: And plus, he's not moving around
0: any. He? He's in that stool. He is. Put, he is staying put. You know. Yeah, that'd be way easy to do. Oh, dude, we might be onto something here. Do we know Are... anyone in the in like the virtual reality field? <laughs> no, no, we, we... don't.
1: Oh, man,
0: what about a prince concert like that? I would check it out. Not for two hundred bucks. Not for two hundred bucks. Maybe if it was like Prince, Elvis. If you could like bring back all kinds of whoever. Oh,
1: kind of like a uh, like a Vegas show where it's like a hologram.
0: Yeah, reunion type thing. Yeah. What if you could do something like that,
1: dude? You could do. El- yeah, that would be pretty cool.
0: That would be awesome. Like all of the Vegas performers. Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. Whoo, man! I bet they—they've probably already got something like that, right? Like a hot.
1: They have got the the impersonator shows, but you yeah. don't think
0: they've? Yeah, they might not be in the hologram game yet. How much no. do you think that cost MLB to make that hologram?
1: I don't know. Just take a I guess, because I think it's like a it's like a camera. Pointing down onto
0: a mirror, but it's got to be a freaking powerful camera. A freaking powerful camera, man. I'm gonna look it up after the show. Take a guess
1: uh, four hundred thousand dollars.
0: Oh, wow! A, a I was minute. only gonna say like ten thousand.
1: Oh, I was gonna say four hundred thousand a minute.
0: Oh my gosh, I think they pay like ten thousand for the setup. I don't know. Four hundred thousand, man! Wow! Shoot. Look it up now. <sighs> That's why we need it. young producer? I know.
1: Look it up now. All uh, right. So John's looking up how much it costs per minute to do a hologram. I think it's four hundred thousand. He thinks it's ten thousand for the whole setup, and we are about to find out who is right and who is wrong. I could be way off,
0: but I don't okay. think. Okay. Okay, whoo, wow, Chucker! All right, estimated costs for these may be anywhere from 18,000 to 100,000. That's how much it would cost to develop a hologram of a person.
1: Okay, oh, that's not bad.
0: Now, however, deep fake technology. Becomes more accessible, creating holograms may be cheaper, as rumors say the cost is likely around three hundred to four hundred thousand. Hmm. For like the super deep fake technology stuff,
1: so they could do a super deep fake technology where the hologram interacts with the crowd and it's a dead person.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so, huh?
1: It's strange times that we live in, John.
0: Like, so, so we could pay someone to develop a hologram for eighteen to a hundred thousand. Yeah, or we could buy the technology for for like three hundred to four hundred. I think that I think if I'm reading it correctly, that's how much it would be.
1: But then we got to learn how to use the technology.
0: That's right. Oof. That's right. That, so that it'd be like it. comparing like buying your own video editing software and doing all that and not knowing how to edit videos or just paying someone to edit a video for
1: you. Okay, so you remember how expensive video editing used to be? Yes. And now how cheap it is. Yes. So does that mean when Charlie's our age, he can just make a hologram?
0: I mean, as it com- as it becomes more accessible, bro.
1: That's freaking crazy.
0: Think about compact discs and DVDs and Blu-rays, and all of those are obsolete now. Yeah every single one of those things are obsolete. There's yeah. no need for any of them anymore.
1: That's so strange.
0: When's the last time you put a blu-ray in? I never went blu-ray. When's the last time you put a DVD in? It's been a minute. Okay. It's crazy, man. I wasn't
1: going to buy Super Troopers
0: again. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe how technology how far it's come, you know? I've talked about on this show, the first cassette tape I ever bought was Green Day Dookie. Uh, the first compact disc I ever bought was Offspring Americana. Like, those were big deals to me. The first DVD I ever purchased was the first DVD ever on print. That was Twister in 1995.
1: Wow, I wish I could remember what I did, what first DVD I bought was. <laughs>
0: I love DVDs. I used to have a like a, a huge DVD collection, man. I got rid of it all when we moved uh, from Meriwether County to Coweta County. When we got suburbanized,
1: yeah. When you had to move to the cul-de-sac, that's part of it. You had to give up something to join. Yeah,
0: I realized, I saw the future, man. I tried. I just donated them all to Goodwill or something. I don't remember.
1: There's some homeless dude enjoying your DVDs.
0: Yeah, you know what, dude? I had some awesome DVDs in there too. I had Bum Fights in there. Do you remember Bum Fights? yeah i had bum fights in there that was like an illegal dvd to have
1: yeah you were dangerous
0: yes yeah crazy stuff man
1: uh well i do remember i had for christmas one year i got the thriller album when it come out the first it's a first release
0: thriller album that i own no way michael jackson yeah your parents let you listen to michael jackson yeah, it was a Jackson 5, man. Oh, they were big fans of that, Mom huh? Mom was
1: a big Michael Jackson fan. No way. So I've got Thriller and I've got Bad. So both, you both couldn't let night. them know
0: that you listen to Metallica, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Now, now look at it. Now look at James Hetfield and look at Michael Jackson. Which one do you think is the better role model now?
1: Definitely James. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? And he's going through a divorce right now. Oh, really? Yep, after twenty five years.
0: Oh man, are they still touring and stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're on tour right now. They just played Sturgis. No way. Did Paul get a chance to check him out? No. Paul was at so you had Zombie at Sturgis and you had Metallica was at Sturgis, but he was at every bar that had a like the biker bar. I call it a biker bar. It's more like a carnival. Um, he was at every the night before. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or the day before. Oh my
0: gosh. That sucks. I know.
1: Uh, he's like, we talked about going back to, back to, uh, see zombie, but we didn't talk about it, man. That sucks. Yeah. But, uh, he had a good trip. That was fun for him. Another one of our night shifters hit me up over the week, uh, Saturday. Oh, Danny boy.
0: Oh yeah, what did he have to?
1: He was uh, he was in. I guess he was in the Grange, and he's like, "Dude, how much are you paying for your wellers?" I was yes. like, "I think the last bottle I bought was thirty dollars." He's like, "It's four hundred dollars here." Oh my gosh,
0: like, four hundred bucks! That isn't that what you talked about? How much it was like up in the up in the north where your uh, son in law is from? Yeah. Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah. so, $400 for a bottle. I said, I got you, dude.
0: How much was it at your store? 50 That's insane. Why there, was there such a big difference?
1: I have no idea. Evidently because in LaGrange, they know what they got and they can rip people off. Oh, man. That is wild. But I talked to the guy at the, the store when I went to buy it. And I said, man, I said, I remember when this stuff was $26 a bottle. He goes, when I first started selling it, it was $16 a bottle.
0: That's crazy. And Weller's is the knockoff, right, of the Pappy? Yes, Weller's is knockoff Pappy. It's like the Pappy that didn't make the cut.
1: Right. Like, they pull the bar- barrel out and they're like, well, it's not exactly what we would call Pappy, but we'll uh, we'll sell it to you as Weller's. It's kind of like basics, are to Marlboros.
0: Well... He uh, Danny came up to me at work, and he's got a little something for you as well in return. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, he's got a little he's got a little gift for you. I won't ruin the surprise, but he's got a yeah. little something for you.
1: So I didn't I didn't get to see him last night. So, but uh, yeah, it's crazy how how something is one price one, and you know it makes sense in Wisconsin. It's that much. Yeah, that's a
0: long distance. That's a long way from Kentucky. I wonder how much wellers they're selling at that place over there in lagrange i don't know they can't be selling much right at $400 A 400 dollars bottle there's no way people are like yeah let me have it
1: if they if well if they okay so if you look at what supply and demand yeah evidently somebody's paying for it that's crazy or they wouldn't be selling it that
0: high I would never pay that much money for a bottle of liquor. Now, I know I haven't had a drink in like 10, 12 years. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 15 years, something. I have no clue. Um, There's no way I would pay that much money for a bottle of bourbon.
1: And in Griffin, it moved so slow that there was dust on the bottle.
0: That's insane. And it's $50. It was $50. Wow. Well, praise God, man. Praise <laughs> God you're able to help one of our nice shifters out. You yeah. Hear that, able, guys?
1: But that's just so weird to me that that this this one drink is this price here and over there it's that much.
0: I and can't it's, believe what, an it. hour
1: and a half away, if that much?
0: If that, yeah. Yeah, just take sixteen. I mean, yeah, an hour and a half away. That sounds about right. Yeah. That is wild to me, ma'am. So
1: Anyway, I just found that interesting. Very
0: interesting. Hey, dude, I got, a, I got an announcement for the Night Shifters. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, I got an announcement for the Night Shifters. We've got um, another podcast coming this way from the studio. From uh,
1: Possum Wood Studios?
0: Yeah, we, have, we haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> Chuck and I came up with a uh, studio name a long time ago, and we've been trying to remember it, and we're awful <laughs> at remembering
1: but uh so we're just gonna call it possum wood studios yeah sure so possum, wood. possum wood studios
0: but uh we got another podcast coming out uh should be out in the next few days i'm hoping maybe in the next week tops and it's called from from fell into faith so, and it's gonna be the story of fred matthews uh told by fred matthews
1: so this is like kind of like a spin-off of uh experience the people yeah. When you had Fred on there.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I can't wait to listen to it. Fred's an interesting dude.
0: He's a very interesting dude. And um, he's got a lot to tell. He's got a lot of stories to share. Um, you know, we're going to kind of go through uh, his time in prison. And we're going to talk a lot about that in the first few episodes. Um And yeah, it's going to get really deep. It's going to get deep. It's going to get a little bit graphic at times. Um, It's going to get very real. Um, Not no explicit content really, or anything like that. Nothing crazy. Yeah, but it is going to get real. And uh, I just want, I just want people to know that. Um, But yeah, it's going to be rolling out soon and I want people to, to uh, watch out for it. We'll post it on the Facebook page when it is available It'll be available everywhere, just like this one is. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, the whole nine yards.
1: That could be the one that launches us.
0: You never know, man. You never know. Sorry. Look, Fred is a really awesome dude. He's got a lot of great things to say. Um, he, he wrote this book, right, from Fell Into Faith. And, you know, I, I was really trying to encourage him to continue his work on the book. And what... It, what it turned into is he really felt like he could more express himself better on a podcast. So that's what he's doing. Well, that's
1: good. That's good. It's going to be an interesting listen. That's for sure. Yeah. And we got
0: another one rolling out soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. I think it's going to be really, really good.
0: Me too, man. Hey, um, other than that, do you got a meme for me, dude?
1: Yeah, man. I had it locked and loaded. You got any memes? It'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. It's the meme of the week.
0: Oh goodness. <laughs> Here we go. FBI after raiding Melania's closet. <laughs> it's a bunch of it's a bunch of white dudes with the FBI haircut and sunglasses running around in dresses. That's hilarious. A bunch of, it's a bunch of,
1: <laughs> a bunch of fed boys.
0: Yeah. A bunch of fed boys. There you go. Um, <laughs> that's a good one, man. That's a good one,
1: man. That whole deal, you know, they didn't find anything. They released what they found. Yeah. Well,
0: what did it wind up being? Do you know? It's just some boxes of
1: stuff that Trump told him they had, that he had. They told him to put a better lock on it. And he said, okay. And he put a better lock on it. And then they decided to go raid it and act like they're doing something because they needed to take the attention off of how bad the economy is. Oh, wow.
0: It's all political. Oh, wow. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors, wag the dog. You don't say. You don't say. It's all smoke and mirrors again from the, uh, from the political left.
1: It's just another Russian collusion hoax. Yeehaw! Um, it's it's kind of sad what, what this country's become. Well, or not the country,
0: but the government. There you go. There you go. I like to separate the two.
1: Did you know we have 44 four-star generals? No, I did not know that. Active? Active. Wow. In World War II, when we had over 100 million troops, we only had seven. Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. How many troops do we have now? Like 22 million. That's a big difference, Chuck.
1: Yeah. So, you know, that's that whole lot of chiefs and not enough Indians.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's a different perspective right there. Yeah. So hopefully we're getting ready for another war then.
1: Man, I don't know what the war is going to be about.
0: Are we at war right now?
1: Depending on who you listen to, we're already in a civil war.
0: <laughs> oh, we're already in a civil war?
1: We're already in a civil war. It's already oh, happening. Well, it's we gotta have them,
0: somebody to fight. It's not fault with blood
1: this time though, it's fault with information. Jeez. Oh, what are they gonna do with the information? Weaponize it. They already have weaponized it against us. They let you put out what you want, you know, what they want to hear instead of what really happened or what your opinion might be. Oh
0: man! Well, that's why last night's coffee is going to stand firm.
1: Yeah, we're not going to go too political. That's right. That's another thing they talk about this this book on a uh, uh, on the new terminal list. They talk about how powerful the podcast
0: is. Ooh! So the podcasting world is where it's at in this new book.
1: Yeah, they even <laughs> they even reference. Uh, Snowden being on Biden, I mean Snowden being on Rogan. Oh
0: no way! Yeah. Well, he did make an appearance on there. That was kind of wild, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Dude, man, that's crazy. <laughs> I uh, I got to start reading these books, man. I, I'm a little freaked out, but they're really sounding interesting. The me.
1: books are the books, so much better than the show. The show's great, but the book is so much better.
0: I'll have to give it a shot.
1: Yeah, and uh, I saw when we was watching that that documentary last week on the uh, uh, on the oh, I take Woodstock.
0: Yeah, Woodstock documentary.
1: The dude had on a shirt that said, "The revolution will not be televised."
0: Woo! Come on, that's wild.
1: That's some crazy prediction from Generation X.
0: <laughs> the 20th. youngest Gen Xer you've ever known, right here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be my nickname from now on, huh?
1: <laughs> hey, if uh, if Dick Clark could be the oldest teenager, America's oldest teenager, you can be America's youngest Gen Xer. <laughs> I
0: can dig it, dude. I can dig it, brother. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a good week. Snap into a slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> all right ma'am that's how we ended the show that's it right there (laughs)